remember that. Let's stand together. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad to be in the church, to have this beautiful truth and the understanding of it. Many people do not, and we want to do something about that. We want to help people to come to the knowledge of the truth. In the book of Acts, chapter 18 tonight, Acts chapter 18 and verse 7. And he departed thence and entered into a certain man's house named Justice, one that worshiped God, whose house joined hard to the synagogue. And everybody said, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to talk to you about being joined to the Lord. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. The Lord in Isaiah inspired that silver-tongued preacher to begin to write and tell how that different ones, that they should not be discouraged because of certain consequences, but that they should join themselves to the Lord, and that there would be, in other words, eternal benefits, consequences are short-term. There are things that are going to uh, rise up and come against us. The Bible does teach that the church will be hated of all nations for his namesake, and all men or mankind for his namesake. Those are consequences for us believing in him and obeying him and letting our light shine, and not we consequently, <clears throat> we sail on, we witness on, we preach on, we live on, and we're not going to worry about the consequences because the Lord encourages us as he said uh, there's there's that dwelling place eternally for you and he said if it wasn't so he said I would have told you but he said I'm going to prepare a place for you and of course he went to Calvary and he made a place for every one of us in his big plan in the body of Christ and he made it possible for you and I to have a hope beyond this life it is an eternal hope and we want to be sure that we join ourselves to the Lord and to no other. As it is taught to the church that what fellowship hath light with darkness. And he gave many other contrasts in helping us to understand that there is uh, this, this experience of repenting, being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost that places you by one spirit are we all made to drink into one body. And as we uh, have this experience, then you want to understand that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. And it is a beautiful and glorious uh, spiritual experience that we get when we obey the Word of God, when we truly believe on Him according to His definition of believing. I was telling somebody tonight, I said, so tell me something. Was, uh, was King Agrippa saved? And they said, well, uh, I'd have to say no. And I said, well, how could you possibly say that when Paul said, uh, believest thou King Agrippa? I know that thou believest. And yet he turned right around and said, well, you almost persuade me to be one of you. 
And that's because, see, the definition of the religious world is anybody who says, I believe, they're saved. But, you know, the Bible teaches there's one God and the devil believes that. Is he saved? Is King Agrippa saved? Was Simon the sorcerer saved when he also believed and was baptized? And yet Peter rebuked him. So you see, you know, you got to get it from God's point of view. And I want to join myself to the Lord. We want to be careful what we join ourselves to. You know, the Bible said in 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 1, it speaks and teaches to us about a king by the name of Solomon. And for all the good that Solomon did, and for the fact that God loves Solomon, the Bible teaches that he made affinity with the king of Egypt and that he stepped way across the line. And in, one of the, in those days, they married multiples. And he married the, the king of Egypt's daughter. He made affinity with him. What does that mean? It means he made an alliance with him. He became allied with him. What was his motivation? Why did he do that? Was Solomon thinking that I want to have peace on that side of the country and I want to strengthen myself so I, this is a strong king and country and there are many resources and I could increase my riches so I will go ahead and make an affinity with him. You better be careful who you join yourself to and and what your motivation is. Why am I doing what I'm doing? It's much better to join yourself unto the Lord and join unto Him because you want to make heaven. You want to spend eternity with Him. You want to love Him and praise Him and worship Him and be delivered out of confusion and darkness. The Bible teaches in Second Chronicles and there it teaches us about a king by the name of Jehoshaphat. And you will read many positive and wonderful things about Jehoshaphat. Things that he did in the land where there were so many uh, kings times past and even afterwards who did evil in the sight of the Lord. But Jehoshaphat did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. But you know your Bible tells you that later on after he had served for many years as king, there came a time when all of a sudden it would seem like, why did he do this? But he reached out and he made affinity with King Ahab of Israel. And he went down to visit Ahab. And oh, Ahab began to fix dinner. He began to pull out all the stops and put on the big dog in the show. And making Jehoshaphat believe that he was just his friend. And he joined and made affinity with him. He allied himself with him. I'm telling you better watch what kind of spirits you identify yourself with. You don't want to identify yourself with just any spirit here. You've got to be sharp in your discernment. And you've got to keep God at the forefront of your thinking and you don't want to invite in any foreign matter that's going to pollute what fellowship hath light with darkness here come on you got to wake up to what the scripture's teaching you and you got to tell yourself I want to be pure I want to be clean I want everything flowing in an artesian way and there's no evil matter about it no particulate matter that pollutes well, the Bible teaches when you join yourself to the Lord that you're clean escaped from the pollutions of this world. Make a nice clean escape. You get out without any scars. You get out without any 
any nasty junk in your, in your system. The Bible teaches that uh, Ahab then, he began to prophesy. Oh, you don't think the devil can imitate? Oh, he can imitate. And he can be, he has some people that are very smooth and very practiced. And, uh, and they, they, can, they can do things that the undiscerning, they cannot tell the difference, unfortunately. There are, there's a lot of skillful people out there that are skilled in the arts of deception or the art of deception. And the Bible teaches that King Ahab began to prophesy to Jehoshaphat about a certain business venture and how good it was going to work out. But you know what? The Bible teaches that the Lord sunk their boats. The Lord saw to it that their little business venture went under. Let me warn you again. You want to look unto the Lord. You want to join yourself like Paul came along and was looking for somebody to spend a little time with to help him out on his journey. But he was very choosy about it. And the Bible said he came to people that joined themselves hard to the church. They were people who were in this thing. Not partly. They weren't holding back. There was no fallow ground in their life. They were all about the church. They were all about the work of God. All about the work of God. Join themselves hard to the Lord. When you join yourself hard to the Lord, you remember that you are one spirit with the Lord here. You and the Lord become one, even as Jesus, by his flesh, made the statement, I and my Father are one. This flesh and spirit are one. There's no division here. I'm not allying myself and splitting off here and going off there and getting involved with this and my motivation for what? To get enriched by the world. I don't want anything this world has. I want what he's got. He's my provider. He's my healer. He's the one that takes care of things and opens doors. He does the possible. He's the one that can heal me when I'm sick. He's the one that can bless me when I need blessing. He's the one that I want to join myself hard to. This is not nonchalant. It's not some little light superficial thing. You can remain standing. This is not something that I want to take lightly. I want to join hard to this. Put my back into it if you please. I want to, I want to let Myself and everybody else know I'm all about the church. I'm all about the body of Christ. I'm all about the Word of God. And that I'm not allying myself with anything outside of that. I'll tell you again about my brother Nehemiah, chapter 13 and verse 4 of his book. After he cursed them, after he plucked their hair out, after that he, he smote them and tore their garments and absolutely just beat them up because they were going outside of the boundary lines of the work of God if you please and they were getting involved with strange relationships people that didn't have this truth even to the point that one guy was making provision for somebody that was actually against the work of God and Nehemiah said when I got my chance he said I went in there and I cleaned things up I got rid of that mess and that sound like Jesus when he got his whip out and he said we're going to cleanse this temple it's going to be a house of prayer. We're not playing games. This is something you join hard to. You put yourself into this. Lock, stock, and barrel. What hast thou that thou didst not receive from God? And you, when you receive it, don't act like it didn't come from God. And you work with God. You honor God. And you join hard to the church. And you get in there. And you get in there with all of your your strength, whatsoever your hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. You get right in there. 
This isn't something to let just be a, a superficial top minner, it doesn't matter, uh, attitude, not at all. This is something that every fiber of your being and in your spirit, you're serving him, you're worshiping him, you're involved here. This is my life, not only here, but in the world to come. And I don't care what they say, what they do, I'm going to wait on God who's got something for me beyond this life. Beyond this life. Let's take a moment lift our hearts with our hands. You better be careful who you listen to. You better be careful who you counsel with. You better be careful who you take advice from. You better be careful who you go to. Saul went to a witch. And he paid a terrible price for doing that. Be very careful who you join yourself to. Make an ally. Be careful. Jesus is all I need. All my springs, the writer said, are in thee. The source of everything that I have need of. I'm going to get that from the Lord. I'm going to get that from his body, the church. I'm going to draw on everything. I'm going to join hard to this thing. Somebody come by, they're not going to have any doubt about where I stand and who I am joined to. I am joined to the Lord. And yes, I'm joined in balance. And yes, my feet are on a rock. And that rock's higher than I am. And I've been led there. I submit to that. I work with that. That's how we do it in some ways we do not do. Some things we do not do. And that's the way that is. Amen. And everybody said praise the Lord. Let's lift our hearts with our hands. Let's join to the Lord. Join yourself and your family to the Lord. You don't want to go looking for somebody that's going to tell you what you want to hear. You better tell yourself I'm in the church so I can hear what I need to hear. Amen. Amen and amen. We're lifting our hearts with our hands. We're loving our God. Come on now. I praise you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I bless your holy name. Wash me white as gold. Help me, Lord. I don't want to be the recipient of bad advice. I don't want my boat to sink. I don't want my business venture to go sour. I don't want to be misled and misguided. I don't want to listen to the, to the witch or the witches of this world. I don't need what they have to say. I don't, I don't need their financial schemes either, you know that? I got the best financial plan right here in the Word of God. Amen. Right here in the Word of God. Let me follow his plan. Smith Barney needs his plan. A.G. Edwards needs his plan. Everybody needs his plan. His plan works. And his plan is basing on honoring him. Honoring him. Amen. Oh yeah, I don't need their schemes. I don't need their ideas. I don't need their counsel. I need what Jesus has to say. I need that word of God. I need that presence of the Lord. I need his leadership and I need his guidance. I need him to meet with me and keep me from going in the wrong direction. Making the wrong step. Saying the wrong thing, agreeing to the wrong thing. Looking in the wrong directions. I need him to help me to face right on. Let my eyes look right on. Help me to focus here on what's important and what's real and what's of God. And know what's not of God. Amen. Come on, we're loving him. Come on, we're praising him. Come on now. We've come this far. There's no reason to turn right or left now. And God forbid to turn backwards. We're not heading downward, we're heading upward. Amen and amen.
Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. And I praise you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. Oh God, I praise you. Oh God, I love you. Oh God, I need your glory. Oh God, I need your grace. Join hard to the Lord. Snuggle right up to him. Amen. I'm with you, Lord. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not entertaining any thoughts like that. I'm not following the paths of darkness and unrighteousness. I'm not living for this world. I'm not chasing uncertain riches. I don't want to fall into the snare of the devil. Come on now. will lead and guide you by his word he sends the preached word to help us edify and strengthen us oh yeah Holy Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.